Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source of a patriotic truth. We are down one F-bomb, James, again today. Hopefully he'll be back with us soon. Yeah. But I think we're doing okay without him. Yeah, we'll survive. Um, today we're going to be talking about Trump's economy and how awesome it is. Um, especially with the new jobs report, 225,000, or was it 55? I should have. Should have figured that out. I think it's 225 uh, new jobs added. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that the American people, especially the left, need to get down on their knees and thank our president for this booming economy? Let us know below. Also, like the video, share the video, subscribe if you haven't, as well as hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know anytime a new episode is up. Also, uh, have you subscribed to the newsletter yet? It's free. If you haven't, you should. You definitely should. It's right there. Go to freedomwire.com. It's right there on the front page. You get two mailings a day. All the stories that are important to conservatives like you and us. And while you're there, if you like some of the swag, such as the hats, the shirts, uh, what's wrong with you? Why don't you well, use the, the freedom mugs? Why did again? you stop using the freedom mug? I just filled this one up this morning. We don't have the gun mugs online. However, we no. do have we have freedom pretty, wire pretty mugs, exceptional freedom mugs, and also freedom tank tops. Oh yeah, tank tops. Sean is modeling for us. You guys can get one yourself right there at freedomwire.com. Go to the store tab at the top of the page. All right, let's jump into let's dive into uh, Trump's economy. All right. Um, it's good. All right, right, that's it. That's good. Have a good day. Thanks everybody. for watching. Nah, um, like it, we we've known this for a while, and you, you saw even during the State of the Union the other day, he he talked a lot about all the new jobs that have been created, all the uh, the factories that have been reopened, and everything. And everyone accused him of being a liar. You know, they 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 keep pointing fingers at at him and saying he's lying about economic. You know progress and he's saying we're doing well when we're really not but if you look at it people are doing really well and it, you know uh, every every election season people get asked like are you better off than you were and economically speaking the majority of us can answer yes 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 it is it is a strong economy um, you will see one from me later about it is also a more uh, satisfied economy. Um, I'm more, I'm writing something on that today. Uh, more people view America as stronger because of Trump and his and 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 our economy. Um, the 225,000 new jobs beat estimates again. It seems like this is happening every month, where the new jobs um, seem to, you know, surpass what the what the experts think we're going to get. It happens. It, and you see the experts; they keep hoping. For a recession, it was, you know, Bill Maher a while back who stated, you know, I hope there is a recession because it'll get Trump out of office. What? At first they were denying that it was doing well. And then when they couldn't deny it anymore, they acknowledge that it's doing well, but they're hoping it tanks because they don't want Trump to get credit. Yeah, but, but they're still giving credit to Obama. Yeah. Which is, it's like I saw today, one, like in one of my Twitter 
His epic Twitter battles. My Twitter battles. Somebody somebody posted a, the average of jobs under Trump and under Obama during the first 36 months or something like that. Um, yeah, 2008 was the crash of the economy where a lot of people were put out of work. And a lot of the jobs that were added under Obama were like part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. They were like... And also, unemployment statistics don't take into account people who are no longer actively looking for a job. Right. They, they just... So, they, there were a lot of people who went on, you know, government assistance programs and just stopped working. And they were no longer included in the unemployment list because they weren't unemployed. They were just not looking for a job. And, and it also doesn't take into account... We've already had a stable economy... For years now, you know, we, we've been, I would say, started coming out about 2013, 14 is when we began to say, okay, we're, we're in a good place. Um, and that was under Obama, so it's not like yeah, well, Obama and, deserves no Yeah, credit Obama definitely deserves credit for what he did to pull us out of that recession. What he shouldn't have done was those multiple stimulus packages— well, obviously, but, you know, overall, just be the the progress has been good for a while. Yeah. A lot of it has been under Trump. Trump definitely took things up to an 11, but uh, we've been doing pretty well for a while, and people keep denying that, but the and, and, speaks and, for itself. Uh, to me, it comes down to one thing, and it comes down to Trump unshackling American business. Um, deregulation... I, the regulation is important because there needs to be a fine balance, right? There needs to be a balance between what makes people the most money and what keeps us safe. Because there, there does come a point where money can override the the yeah. uh, unregulated business with with no sort of guidance and oversight. Yeah, be- becomes the form of capitalism that the socialists try to accuse it of. Being. Right, exactly. And that is when, you know, uh, shady backroom deals get done, money changes hands, uh, rich people take over, and poor people just get screwed every possible way. Right. Uh, but that's not what's happening because he, he is lessening the restrictions on business, encouraging them to come back to uh, manufacturing in the United States as opposed to going abroad. But, you know, there's still oversight, there's still regulation but it, it's there's more breathing room and it's an environment where business can flourish instead of exactly you know either run wild or just shrivel up and die and, and let, <clears throat> you know not that it's uh the most important point here but you know you were talking about all the things the economy are it's also an economy that's benefiting a diverse group of people uh women and minorities are prospering now more than ever now more than ever because of like all these new jobs that have been created I think the statistic is close to 70 or so percent of that or those jobs were filled by women and minorities. And you'd think that, you know, people would want to celebrate that. And not, not only are they are, are more people employed, but wages are climbing at, at above 3% now. It's 3.1% is the new, uh, this is, there is, this is undeniable. 
And as far as like Trump's regulations are concerned, not only like w- deregulating some of the stuff with the uh, with the stock markets and some of that nature, um, b- allowing, you know, allowing for uh, sh- the uh, fracking to get the the shale oil and, and everything out of that. I mean, look what it's put where it's put America in position as far as energy is concerned. We're, we're well on the road to being energy independent and even a net exporter yeah. of, of energy. Which, it's so funny. Like, we're almost at a point where, like, Democrats won't have to send their kids to Ukraine to get a job in yeah, energy. There will be plenty of There'll energy be- companies here that they can be corrupt <laughs> with. Um, but you, you look at it and think about where we were, like, 10 years ago in that department. There, there was a very common perception that we're never getting off of Middle Eastern oil. Yeah, that was we like are, we are forever latched onto the Middle East because we need their oil, and and, and I, that's something that I love the left. Oh, you only got they only got into the war in Iraq so they could keep the oil. Yeah. No, we don't have their oil. Exactly, like we, yeah, we only we only went to the Middle East to secure oil for ourselves. Then why do we give it back to yeah, them? Why do I recall when I was a young kid, my family paying like two fifty for a gallon of gas per gallon of gas for a little while, like. Gas was crazy. What expensive. are you talking about? It Under Obama, is. it was it was oh, it was in the fours. Mm-hmm. Like there were da- there were days where you're paying four dollars and two cents. I mean, some days were three eighty eight. This was under Obama. Yeah. When we had, and this is when we had we had uh, when fracking was at its height, and we're like, why are we paying so much? It does not make sense. Um, the fact that you know we, we've been able to get off foreign oil. Um, and not just get off of it, but start sending our oil around the world because that, that's not just, oh, you know, we're becoming independent, but we're able to then send it out to other people. And that further stimulates the economy. There was, I don't You might not remember this, but there were towns uh, popping up that were strictly like um, fracking towns like they would mm-hmm. pop up overnight and like people, people were making like unbelievable amounts of money. Like regular people working on these uh, shale shale digs. Like you could go up there, a guy can go up there, a regular person, and work enough to like you know they're making twenty to thirty grand a month just as a regular roughneck worker. It was it was, it was really unprecedented. Um, and then Obama wanted to stop it. You know, everybody wants to stop it. They, for some reason, like they thought, like like for some reason, I don't. You might not remember this, but they were blaming the oil or the water in Flint, Michigan, on the um, on fracking. Yeah, I I, I remember that. Um, and it was and no, the, that's not the main what, argument against fracking has always been the environmental impact, um, and the, the the science has always gone back and forth on it because they can't really seem to figure out well is this contaminating the water is it not but it doesn't seem like that's where things are it's a booming industry that yeah obviously if you can do it in a way that is more environmentally conscious then by all means but at the same time you don't just shut down an industry because you think it's impacting the environment like that yeah, it's it, it's it's it, it. What happened was, 
the economy started going, Obama, you know, used prudence. I'm not going to blame him for being for using prudence mm-hmm. after what happened in 2008, um, which was 12 years ago, which would have made you 11, 11. <laughs> <laughs> so like um, when that happened, when 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 uh, when the crash happened, I mean, people people like our lives didn't change that much. They just, you know, it's just things were a little bit more expensive. They, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, as long as you were working and doing what you're supposed to do, you weren't, you know, most people were, were okay. They just, you know, you just instead of going to the movies every week, you go to the movies maybe once a month. Yeah. You, you went to, went to Blockbuster back. Yeah. That was back when that was still a thing. You went so to Blockbuster, like, you know, not a thing, but. But it's fun and nice to be able to do what you want when you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go to the movies two times a week if there's if there's a lot of good films out. I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, I have the money right now. Um, yeah, and people that's, are people are happy. They have you know that extra financial security, and there's also a sense that it is still going to remain strong. It's not just oh, you know, we might have more money now, but we don't know what's coming. All signs point to this continuing for the foreseeable future, and it makes people confident. You, you are more confident in investing in things, whether it's in stocks or in you know different companies or products, when you feel that you know the economy will continue to grow. But the question is, when will the left finally give Trump some, you know, uh, you know, give him some kudos? Give, give, you know, when will they finally attribute this? And give you know, and be like, okay, you know what? It is him. I don't think they'll ever attribute it to Trump, but I do think they'll celebrate what was done the next time there's a Democratic president in office and the economy's good under him. Uh, say either in 2020 or 2024, uh, a Democrat takes the presidency and the economy's still doing well. I, I think then they'll acknowledge, yeah, we're doing great. Look at all the the things going on, but they they won't ever say Trump was responsible for this. Right after Trump got elected, uh, the market saw what's called the Trump bump, right? There was a surge. Uh, It it dipped down and then shot right back up. Nobody had any idea what was going on. Right. There's always economic fluctuation anytime there's a new president because, you know, the markets are sensitive to those kinds kinds of things. But within, you know, a week or two, things not only stabilized, but climbed up rapidly and haven't really stopped all that much. Right, and they, it was called the Trump bump. Mm-hmm. They kept saying, you know, the pundits kept saying, oh, it's gonna, there's going to be a correction, there's going to be a market correction, there's going to be a market correction. There really hasn't been. This is, this is what you see in the markets is you see America's faith of the America's, uh, financial America's faith in Trump. And the fact that there's a businessman in charge and he's doing what's best for business. If Bernie would have won, I think businesses, I think you would see if Bernie wins somehow by a miracle in 2020 and, and we become a socialist country and, you know, I consider checking out and moving somewhere a little more free. I, I, I know if that happens, businesses are going to take off in droves. Yeah. Because... Uh, you know, it's going to start with like the most uh, successful industries, the most you know powerful companies. They're going to know that 
you know, maybe not during Bernie's first term. If he survives to a second term, maybe not that one. But eventually there's going to be a concerted effort to control all these businesses as socialism eventually deteriorates into communism. Bernie wants to nationalize electricity. Yeah. Nationalize it. What, when did, where does it stop? Yeah, because... Where does the nationalization access stop? Access to electricity is a human right. And they're trying to redefine what rights are because then they would say, oh, the government is supposed to provide you with all your rights because... They're misunderstanding what that means. Rights are not what the government gives the you. Right as, rights are what the government cannot take away. Right, or and they, it's their job, and it's their job to defend yeah. them. But having since said, you know what, we should be providing rights to people. That gives them a blank check to just redefine anything they want as a right. Now it's you know healthcare, abortion, electricity, access to the internet, all all these insane things that are services. And products, they're saying no, no. You have a human right to this. No. So I, I, so let me get this straight. Every time I have a slow Wi-Fi connection and my phone cannot connect to the internet, my human rights are being violated. Here's the question. Here's the question. What do you think would happen to Wi-Fi or or internet internet connectivity if the government ran it? Oh, it would be the worst thing in the world because there's no incentive to get better. Right. That's exactly it. None. It would be. It would be. It would be. It would. We would have brownouts. We would have, and, and not just in electricity, but I mean, I, like if you've ever experienced uh, a brownout with your uh, internet, where it's like it's there, but it's not. Sometimes it doesn't work at all. This would not. This would happen with more frequency when it was nationalized. Mm-hmm. Same thing with electricity, because they don't. They don't care. These people are going to get paid no matter what. You know, it's just... There's no incentive to put all the effort into upgrading the system when their pay is going to remain the same and they're already providing it. Why do they they need to make it better? Everyone has internet. It's all the same. Everyone has equal internet. And I think people, I think America is smart enough to see that Bernie is bad for America. So I think they look at Trump and they see how well America's doing, why broke what ain't fixed. Exactly. And or why fix what ain't broke? What the heck? Like what I said earlier, you know, uh, people always get asked, are you better off than you were, you know, four years ago? And the answer is yes. And people can see that. And I think, you know, as for as much of a cult of personality as there is around Trump or people, you know, like him for all these other reasons, I think the economic side of things is what's going to appeal to more logical middle of the road people. And compare that with Elizabeth Warren, who during a recent debate when uh, one of the moderators said, well, what would you say to all these economic experts who say that, uh, you know, your Medicare for all plan and stuff isn't economically feasible? She just responded by saying, well, I'd tell them they're wrong. And that was her only explanation. She didn't have, you know, data to back that up. She just she just disagrees with economic experts and expects for that to be enough. Yeah. That, that is not what instills confidence in people trying to, you know, invest and survive in the American economy. So Trump's uh, track record of how he's doing things is definitely going to help as we approach the election. 
Uh, that is probably going to be one of his biggest talking points. And if it's not, it should be. Well, yeah, you can't. And and we've we've heard them all say they're not going to be Trump. It, like they're not going to be Trump on the economy. So they, they and if you noticed, everything is about Trump with the left. Mm-hmm. But you notice they don't they can't touch the economy. And the economy is a big part of the American way of life. If you can't make money, you're not living. You're not, you know, that's that's like, you know, you're surviving. You know what I'm saying? There's a they difference. They have to attack who he is as a person, uh, things he says, things he stands for, not things he's doing. Yeah, they haven't attacked one. The only policy you can say they have, they've attacked has been his immigration policy. Mm-hmm. But... They're even shying away from that because the the changes that he's made are working. Yeah. And you remember when the, the, the kids in cages things was blowing up? Where has that been lately? Like now it, it just kind of got pushed to the back of the conversation. We get we get hot issues. Yeah. Abortion was abortion up was hot. Kids, kids in repl- cages got replaced by family separation. Abortion came back and passed it up. Then it was climate change for quite a while, and it's been nothing but impeachment for five months. Yeah. Uh, you know, bribery, corruption, all this stuff that, you know, they're well, Russia, doing. The Russia-Ukraine thing has been an under undercurrent, like, since his yeah. election. But, but e- it's, each of these issues is, like, getting its own time in the spotlight. Yeah, and then, then, it, then it cycles keep, out. Keep cycling out. Epstein, you know, Epstein cycled out, in and out. It's like, ugh. Yeah, but here's the bottom line: is no one's going to beat Trump on the economy. It's 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 proven by multiple different uh, uh, economic experts that yes, this is Trump's economy. His tax cuts, his his uh, stance on deregulation, uh, the confidence that he instills in financial America as a businessman has done like that is what's turned our economy into a booming economy um is it like the booming economy of the 80s even though technically we are making more money now than we ever had before that might have to do with you know a little bit in the time change um but the 80s man the heyday of the 80s um which you won't remember of course not (laughs) but um the uh, the heyday of the eighties, man, like like it was a decadent. It was a like it was a decadent decade. People had a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of you know, like BMWs. The hopes of making more. Yeah, it was like the, it was the birth of the yuppie. You know, um, the yuppies were were big. So it's like we had a um, which is I can't remember what up, yuppie stood for. Young upper. I can't remember, but there's a yuppie means something. I can't remember what it is. So it's like the 80s was great. And as like everybody was free and loose and everything. We have that similar economy, but everybody's so uptight now. You know, back then, nobody cared about politics. Everybody was caring about like, uh, you know, Cosby show and, and, and you I, know you know maybe they should have been worrying about the Cosby show just a little bit but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah um, for, for reasons other than they thought or Alf but, yeah there, there was you know obviously the Cold War yeah at various times but that but, didn't even like the yeah, Cold War it, it didn't, didn't even bother didn't factor us factor in yeah like we knew it was going on but like we knew they had nukes they knew we had nukes we knew it wasn't gonna happen um, 
it would take somebody crazy to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So it was like it, it was like it was a fun time to be alive. I was a kid, you know. I, I was born in '73, so like '83 to like '85, '86 is like those mid '80s was like my mid childhood. My like 12, 11, 12, 13 years old where like mm-hmm. everything was awesome. Nintendo come out, like it's like there was like it was a it was a cool time to be alive. Yeah. It's a cool time to be alive now. We're making the same money. We have more, like, we have more than ever before. We're, we, but it's like there's this, like, negative undertone to America right now. Even though we're stronger with Trump at the helm, there needs, we need to figure something out, though. That's that, we need, uh, we need something that, that can change that, perception of him on the left and i don't think there's anything short of him having like punch out an alien on live tv yeah even then there would be like you know alien rights activists who you know accused him of yeah you know hating extraterrestrials or something but uh, it's like there's there's a, a sense of economic freedom that people have right now but it's counterbalanced by political uptightness that we haven't seen in a long time and you know, obviously, it makes it hard to enjoy kind, it. Kind of unwind and enjoy, you know, financial success right. when you have people telling you, "Hey, if you have money, you're evil and part of the problem, and you need to give that back to the government so we can, you know, put that where it's needed." And um, you know, people getting tax breaks and like feeling good about it, and then you get you know your AOCs out there. Saying that you like you didn't earn that you uh, you stole, you, you, you stole no one what you nobody no earns a, she said nobody makes a billion dollars you steal a billion dollars by paying you take yeah black and brown people slave wages <sighs> and, uh, also you know the whole thing with uh, the Amazon deal in her district where uh, they were gonna get a several million dollar tax no, no, break three, no three billion three billion dollar tax break and she was of the impression that that meant. They were going to give them a check for three billion dollars, so you see, there's so crazy. There's so much so crazy, and she's one of the people that are making the decisions for the future of our country. Mm -hmm. Did you see the newest one about the bootstraps? Yeah, well, like we we could do a whole other episode on that nonsense. Uh, But she's saying like you, you you can't lift yourself up by the by the bootstraps. You know, with the expression like just pull yourself up by your shoelaces. Um. She was like, that's physically impossible. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, obviously. Did she just try that for the first time today? Like, it's like congratulations, what? you have a college degree and are a member of Congress. Do you like, do not understand. Physics work. It's like, you. Uh, do you not understand, like, figurative language? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, we could go all day about all the other things that you can't physically do that are. That are but, sayings. Yeah, but what she was trying to imply was it's impossible to, like, pull yourself up economically and like oh yeah because we we clearly do not live in a system in which a bartender with a college degree can rise to be one of the most prominent voices in a political party in the American making system. 174 grand yeah. a year yeah that never happens anymore that's that's impossible it's impossible so well <sighs> economy is doing great we're having a good time Sorta. Of. Be, yeah. We'd be having a better time if the Democrats would just unclutch, unclench their buttholes. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. If we could just, uh, you know, loosen up, everybody take a breath, and uh, enjoy it. We 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 got full pockets. I'm I'm gonna be going to the voting booth this year with you know 
extra money in my pocket and a little bit of spring in my step yeah. as, as we go to vote. Let's hope this continues. So that you know what that means? Vote red. And you, not that we need to tell you, but come on, tell maybe, your friends. Yeah, maybe you need to tell somebody else. There's somebody, there's somebody that you know that's a fence-sitter. You need to bring them on this side if you want this kind of prosperity to continue. Because I tell you this, if Bernie gets a hold of, of, of the presidency, we're done. Yeah. And, and, and like, I don't say that normally because I've noticed, you know, I've been alive for 46 years. I've seen presidents and I've noticed that our lives are marginally changed, if at all, whenever there's a president, a new president or any different president. It's like it's all the same, but there's a difference when it comes to Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders idea sociology is dangerous and is dangerous for the present and future of America, because the more and more people that buy into this socialist uh, bullcrap, the more and more they'll want to take it a step further and keep and, and next thing you know, we're the United Socialist States of America. Yeah, various and, various presidents make changes. Bernie will make complete overhauls. And there's the important distinction that he can do. And, and, and if he gets, you know, the, the the gods like the only way that we can protect ourselves is if we get a, uh, a, a red wave in the House and, and the Senate. Yeah. And may or may not happen. Right. But. So it's like. That's the only thing that would keep a socialist president in check. Yeah. So, please don't vote for socialists. Not a good idea. Yeah. We we, sh- we should avoid that. And, and, and you know, and, and Antifa loves to say punch a Nazi in the face. Nazis are socialists. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> that being said, thank you guys for watching. Um, again, please like the video, share it, comment below. Is there anything you're experiencing now that you didn't experience under Obama? Let us know below. What's your favorite what's your what's your favorite economic policy by Donald Trump? Let us know below. Uh, like, share, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Hit the notifications bell if you if you will. Also, subscribe to the newsletter. Go to freedomwire.com. Right there on the top of the page, you get the stories that are important to you. And then buy some swag while you're there. Get these shirts. Help support the podcast. We're trying to make money um, to keep this going because we know how important it is. Uh, we do sometimes get demonetized for the weirdest reasons ever. Um, I think, But the main reason is the fact that we're a conservative uh, podcast. That's it, the main it, reason. It, it's hard sometimes, but... We're, we're doing it. Yeah. And we're, we're not going to stop. So help us keep it going. You help us. Help us help you. Um, that being said, uh, I think that's all I have for today. you have anything else you'd like to add? Have a good weekend, everybody. And, and you heard him. And Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein did not kill himself. And as always, stay free, America.